With today's Jaldi 5, here are your hosts, Jaggu and Tarana. Welcome back to Jaldi 5, where we curate five stories for you that aren't the headlines, but we hope will enlighten and entertain you anyway. We get them from all over the world for your listening pleasure. I'm Tarana. I'm Jaggu. And once you've had a listen, we encourage you to keep them in mind for the next time you're in a conversation with friends or colleagues, where you'd like to throw in something interesting that's, you know, beyond the regular stuff. Let's get you started with your five for today. Number five. The elections are in full swing. Voting has already happened in parts of the country and we are focused almost entirely on what the people who are seeking our vote are saying and doing. But no part of the world's largest exercise in democracy could take place without the huge effort and insane logistics that it takes to prepare for 900 million people to vote. By the way, that's more than 10% of the world's population. That figure is the total eligible voting population. A large percentage of this will actually come out to vote for the 8,000 candidates across 2,000 political parties standing for elections. So, what does the back end involve? 12 million election officials will manage over a million polling stations spread across metro cities and far-flung locations. To provide ballots to voters in the most remote areas, the Election Commission will deploy 700 trains as well as boats, planes, helicopters, camels and elephants. There are locations that can only be accessed by helicopter and then there are areas that are so remote that no form of transportation can be used. So election officials will have to walk for three days to get to them. Amongst these remote locations, is the country's highest polling station, 15,000 feet above sea level, found in a village in the Spiti Valley of the Himalayas where just 48 voters live. And then there's Bharat Das Darshan Das. He's a hermit, the lone inhabitant and caretaker of a temple deep in the Gir forest, surrounded by lions, leopards and snakes, many miles away from the nearest town. He can't come to vote, so the election is going to him. A team of five election officials will trek to the temple to put up a polling booth only for him. And mind you, They've done this in previous elections for him also. And how much does the world's largest voting exercise cost? According to the Centre for Media Studies, the amount spent has been going up substantially each election. They put the budget for the 2009 elections at $2 billion. In 2014, it was $5 billion. And the current elections are estimated to top $7 billion. That's a lot of money and effort to make sure you can enjoy your democratic right. So get out there and vote. Number 4 This will come as a relief for the very few amongst us who have the inclination and strength to climb Mount Everest. But let's face it, even those with tremendous willpower and body control have at some point faced the situation of when you gotta go, you gotta go. To that end, China has commissioned a commercial expedition company to build eco-friendly toilets on Mount Everest. These toilets will be installed in camps at 5,200, 5,800 and 6,500 meter levels. The toilets will be equipped with a barrel with rubbish bags underneath which will make it easier to collect human waste. All of them will be removed at the end of the climbing season. That happens between April and May. The highest toilet will be at about 7,000 meters on the north slope of the mountain. The question might arise in your mind, but what about the final 1,800 odd meters above that, given that the world's highest peak stands at over 8,800 meters? According to the Tibet Mountaineering Association, their research shows that while climbing over 7,500 meters, climbers produce very little body waste because they tend to eat less and consume energy faster at that extreme altitude. So no need for toilets really beyond a particular height. I'm just imagining that last toilet now at 7,000 meters, which will probably have a sign that says, last chance, it's now or never. And then another sign, a few hundred meters higher that says, please do not pee on the peak. Number 3 
when Andre Serrano paid for a slice of Donald Trump's wedding cake and paid close to $2,000 for the pleasure, he had floated the idea that it was going to be part of something bigger. The controversial artist has now come through with that. He's only met Trump once before, when Serrano photographed him in 2004 as part of an exhibition of portraits that he was doing at that time. This time, it's all about Trump and he's put together a museum-style multimedia exhibition called The Game. All things Trump. The exhibition has more than a thousand objects related to Trump, most of which Serrano bought on eBay and spent nearly $200,000 on. That show is now on display in the meatpacking district of Manhattan in a space that used to be a nightclub. Given that Trump is larger than life and was that well before he became president, you probably do need a thousand objects to be able to display his persona and his life and times. For instance, one of the central displays is a 10-foot-high rotating sign that spells EGO in bold letters. This is actually from the EGO Lounge in Trump's casino in Atlantic City called the Taj Mahal. The casino business itself went bust years ago. It could be a sign from a casino lounge. It could be a reflection of Trump himself. Who knows? Art can be interpreted in many ways. Some of the more fascinating items that Serrano collected were magazine covers featuring Trump over the last three decades, including covers that were critical of Trump but had still been autographed by him, including one that said, Hater-in-Chief. Autographing them anyway was probably Trump's way of saying that he's bigger than what critics think of him. Also on display are books and a diploma from the failed Trump University that was started to ostensibly teach people to be entrepreneurs and deal-makers. That whole plot went up in flames and was part of a bunch of lawsuits. There's also merchandise from his other ventures like Trump Stakes, Trump Shuttle, Trump Casinos, Trump Cologne and a talking Trump doll from his TV show The Apprentice. There's Trump Vodka and Trump The Game sort of like Monopoly, and carries the tagline, it's not whether you win or lose, it's whether you win. So is this exhibition a celebration of Trump or a criticism? Serrano says he leaves that interpretation to the viewers. And given that it's on until June, there's going to be enough people with plenty of opinions. Number 2 There's a corner of the internet that is mildly obsessing about what women do in the baths. It all started with Twitter user Sharon Sue from California spotting an odd advertising trend showing women relaxing in their bathtubs with a fair amount of multitasking going on. She tweeted some of the odd examples that she'd come across with the caption, The people who manufacture bathtub trays seem to have no idea what women actually do in the bathtub. And I find that strangely comforting. Bathtub trays, for those who don't have the time to indulge in these things, are detachable plastic or wooden trays that run across the breadth of the tub using the edges of the tub to rest on. Usually, you can put your soap or shampoo and conditioner on it. Her Twitter thread has been liked and shared thousands of times with plenty of commentary included. The thing is, there seems to be an obvious mismatch between what bathtub tray manufacturers think women should do with those trays and what is practical. So one image has a lady immersed in the tub with a tray resting in front of her, laden with a glass of wine, a salad, a tablet computer, a candle and a fluffy napkin. And she looks quite pleased with herself. Another has the tablet, napkin, electric blue cocktail in a martini glass and a bottle of fancy perfume. And one that is completely over the top has a lady with a large happy smile. No doubt because her tray is filled with a glass of white wine and a glass of red, purple and green grapes and a platter with eight kinds of cheese on it. There's also not one, but two phones as well as the obligatory rose petals. It doesn't look like she's going anywhere for the rest of the day. So if all you are using your bathtub tray for is to rest your shampoo and loofah, you are behind the times. Though you could take inspiration from Gwyneth Paltrow, who's revealed that she likes nothing more than to unwind in her bath with a glass of Japanese whiskey. Simple and classy at the same time. Number 1 
And finally, it's a legal rule recognized the world over that the lack of knowledge of the law is no excuse to break the law. But perhaps we can be lenient in the case of 81-year-old Indradev Bajgovind. This gentleman has been arrested for growing marijuana on the land that he was tending to in Palghar, close to Mumbai, for what he says is personal consumption. Acting on a tip-off, the police raided the property and found nearly 200 marijuana plants in the field, as well as almost a kilo of the stuff ready for use. You have to admit, that's a lot of personal consumption. Now, even though he doesn't own the land himself, turns out that the actual owner had commissioned the building of an ashram and had given the task of running it to Bajgovin, where, assuming construction hasn't gone very far because he seems to have a lot of time on his hands for extracurricular activities. When he was arrested, Baj Govind told the police that he was unaware that marijuana was illegal. Now, whether that's true or not, he's 81 years old, living on an empty plot of land, trying to build an ashram. If anyone deserves a little benefit of doubt and some leniency, it's probably him. Leaving you to figure if that place sounds less like an ashram and more like a weekend rave party destination, it's a wrap on Jaldi 5 for today. Keep our chosen topics in mind for when you're out and about over the weekend and be set to engage and entertain. We'll have to hear from you. Please note, Jaggu is Jagguism on Insta and Twitter and across social, I'm at Tarana Raja. Get in touch. You can also follow Book My Show on Facebook, Insta and Twitter for all updates. And do check out our longer order show called The Odd Couple, also available right here on Book My Show. A new episode will be out on Friday. Until next time, I'm Tarana. And I'm Jaggu. Okay, bye. Bye bye. Jaldi 5 with Jaggu and Tarana exclusively on Book My Show, where all you gotta do is hashtag just press play.